This is Joel Duick with the radio address for Saturday, the 19th of January, 2008. That was great, LOL. My brother Mark, bless his soul, took a little flack from some friends not too long ago for actually uttering the acronym LOL as part of a spoken sentence. His friends were probably under the impression that he did it out of naivete. I mean, everyone knows you are not supposed to actually say it out loud, right? Whether that was true or not, and it really is hard to tell with Mark sometimes, I didn't share in the ribbing because I thought that, consciously or no, he made a valid point about LOL. Namely, that it does sound weird when spoken out loud, although we write it all the time. We've gotten accustomed to writing things and using expressions that really have no spoken counterpart and may in fact be downright lies. Not only do we not say LOL, but most of us aren't actually laughing out loud either. We're just grinning, or maybe even just giving our eyes a merry little squint. Jessica Friesen always writes LTM, which expands to laughing to myself, which is a great solution that I nonetheless have resisted adopting. The beauty of it is that there's nothing false in writing laughing to myself, because you can quite easily laugh to yourself without necessarily manifesting it outwardly. I mean... Don't tell me you haven't done so yourself when watching Will It Blend on YouTube when you're supposed to be working. LTM makes sense and is simple and has the potential to become the widespread loyal opposition to LOL, but I don't use it myself because I don't want to be a copycat. Also, LTM, or laughing to myself, puts a picture in my mind of a suppressed, impish, cute little chuckle. That works very well for the Friesens and not at all for a great lummox like me. I'd be giving a false or at least a ludicrous impression if I used it. So we're back to square one. For a long time I refused to write LOL unless I actually had laughed out loud. Just because I prefer whatever I write be genuine and believable. Otherwise before you know it you're writing things like R-O-F-L-O-L, and leaving all sorts of crazy and obviously untrue impressions. For a little while there, I went with R-O-L, which of course means rolling out loud, and makes no sense as a kind of ha-ha, only serious protest against the system. There was also the pharisaical tradition instituted of tipping your head back and coughing up an extremely affected chuckle, ha-ha, every time you used L-O-L, so that it would technically be true. But think if we used that approach with all our other idioms. We have to all keep a piece of cake in our pockets so we could stuff it into our faces every time we wanted to say, I bit off more than I could chew. Other idioms such as, keep an eye on my brother, or you've been on my mind a lot lately, would present even more awkward measures when given the same treatment. I finally came to see LOL for what it is, an idiom a bit of linguistic shorthand that falls apart when taken literally, 
but can nevertheless stand in just fine for a certain little sentiment whose substance is doubted by no one. Today that cold air we've been expecting from Canada came down to claim our souls, and many of our deer tonight will lay down and die. The highest temperature I saw all day was minus two degrees Fahrenheit. It's like everything before now, what we thought was winter, was only a prelude to winter, and winter is now really here. On the other hand, it's also the beginning of spring. Having reached that magical spot at the bottom of the cycle where there simply is no energy in the atmosphere, within 24 short hours we'll have put the coldest of the cold behind us and begin the inexorable rise towards the balmy upper 30s and 40s of springtime. I like to think of the seasons not as a cycle, singular, divided into four equal sections, but as a cacophony of cycles whose peaks and troughs only roughly coincide. Astronomical spring begins even while meteorological winter is at its zenith. Then the meteorological spring arrives on its own schedule, never too close to calendar spring, with agricultural spring bringing up the rear. It may be perfectly frigid out there for these few moments, but the coldest nights, the most perfect specter of death, is also the earliest herald of his warmest and happiest cousins of spring and summertime. Don't let them catch you unawares when they come, ready for a feast and a dance. L.O.